Welcome to our November 14th worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. Hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. Today as we take this time to worship together, I pray that the light of Christ cuts through all of the darkness, worry, and concerns of your everyday, that you can see the image of hope. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you through this service. Amen. Let's join together in our call to worship. There is no holy one like God above. There is no rock like our God. There is no hope like the hope of God's strength. There is no hope like our God. There is no promise like the promise of Christ's mercy and grace. There is no promise like our God. There is no love as great as the love God offers. There is no love like God's love. Oh, 
Let's join together for children's time. One of the games that I've played with you is Simon Says. Now, if you've been here at church, if you've been at Kids Club with us here, we've played Simon Says. And there's so much that I love about Simon Says. One, you got to pay attention. You don't want to be the one that's caught moving when Simon doesn't say. And two, if you have a person that does it right, you're so on edge and so nervous about what's going to be next. You're not only worried if you're going to do what Simon says, but you also become a little bit worried that you'll begin to, you'll miss something. And when you miss something, that's when you stumble and, and lose the game. Now, when I'm Simon, there's one thing I like to do. I, I like to pick up my tempo. I start out, Simon says, touch your nose. With this, even this much space, Simon says, touch your ear. Simon says, touch your forehead. Simon says, touch your knees. And then I start picking up the tempo. Simon says, touch your chin. Simon says, touch your shoulders. Simon says, touch your chest. Simon says, stand. Simon says, spin. Simon says, hop, jump. And I get faster and faster and faster to build up the anxiety. And as everybody's trying to stop and listen to Simon Says, sometimes the anxiety builds up and they don't hear Simon Says and they jump at something they shouldn't have jumped at. So today in this scripture, it's coming from the book of Mark that I'm going to share with the grown-ups. And this book of Mark is, is, is these individuals who want to know what to worry about. They want to know when things might come to an end. They, they, they are so worried and so focused. They want God, they want Jesus to explain to them what to worry about. When we're playing, playing Simon Says, everybody knows what to worry about. You are worried that you will miss or mishear Simon Say, Simon Says. And because of that anxiety is why that dear friend start to lose the game. Within this scripture, Jesus Christ begins to tell everybody, don't worry about it. Be calm. Be patient. And don't be deceived. See, that's one of the things when I'm playing Simon Says, is I have to be a little deceptive. I have to make you say, think I'm going to say Simon says, including sometimes when I catch people the most is when I say sit or stand because it both sounds like I'm about to say Simon says. And through that little deceptive, I get them to fall off track and, and lose the game. What Jesus is about to say is always find a way to be calm. Always find a way to hear what's really happening. Always find a way to be patient. And even though that the tempo of living may get faster and faster, if we can be patient with Jesus Christ and calm, we'll truly hear if Simon says, or if we are getting ready to jump into something that we shouldn't do. I want you all to find ways to take a deep breath and to be calm and to be alert and to listen. Because sometimes things will come along and it'll sound right, just like me saying sit or stand or spin or saunter. Or 
any other word that sounds like I'm about to say Simon. But there'll be there is ways that if we can just find ways to be calm within the anxiety and not worry about losing, but worry about paying attention to follow Simon. Then we get to some beautiful places that we're not panicked and we're not worried. We just enjoy playing the game that God has provided us to play. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember all the people who help you stay comfortable and calm. I want you to remember all the dear friends who are the calm voices as the tempo of life starts to make us feel anxiety. And then if we can focus more on them, we can hear clearly when Simon says, and we can do the right things at the right time. Dear God, help us to find our mentors and our caregivers. Help us not to worry and help us to keep our ears open so we can hear you say, Jesus says. In your son's precious name I pray, amen. Let's join together in prayer. God of possibilities, fill us with your hope and faithfulness. Listen to us as we pour out our souls before you. Grant us the grace to be your people and to live your teachings. Live in us that we may arise with hope and walk in love. In the name of of Christ our rock, we pray. Amen. Let's join together in the prayer that Jesus Christ taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. 
join together in our prayer of assurance hold fast to hope for God is faithful in all ages in the name of Christ you are blessed as a child of God amen our scripture today comes from the book of Mark chapter 13 verses 1 through 8 as Jesus was leaving the temple one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings? Replied Jesus. Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, Opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus said to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name claiming I am he and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen. But the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. Thank you, God, for the inspiration of this word. Amen. Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, we thank you for your spirit, your presence, the ways that you move through us, the ways that you guide us. Thank you, God, for within our questions, we worry about what's next, but precious God, you want to remind us to exist and what is in the now. You want us to see the active nature of your reality. And not just worrying about the long term, but being aware of those who are nearest in the moment. Who need to stand and see your presence. Feel your love. 
and be transformed by your care. Be with us today in this conversation, God. Nothing happens unless it's sparked by you. Amen. So today as we move in to Mark chapter 13, I want us to begin to think about some of the things that we allow ourselves to be lost in instead of being fully focused and fully attentive to the things that God is calling us to do. To kind of readjust my mind, I know that we've just heard this scripture, but I want to read this scripture again. Mark 13 verses 1 through 8, As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of the disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings, replied Jesus? Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, Opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us when these things happen, and what will be the sign that they are all about to be filled. Jesus said to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name claiming I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nations will rise against nations and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and fam famines. Excuse me. There, these are the beginning of birth pains. Let's break this down. I want to start with the first question. Verse 1, as Jesus was leaving the temple, one of the disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Verse 2, do you see all these great buildings, replied Jesus? Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown away. Jesus Christ is in this conversation with the disciples, and Jesus Christ is constantly, perpetually in these moments of teaching. And when Jesus Christ is beginning to have this conversation as he hears, yeah, you know what? This is some beautiful buildings. You know, I've been a part, I have worked in some very beautiful sanctuaries, some very beautiful structures that is these great and grand images of what a worship center can appear like. I, a beautiful immaculate places that proclaims the beauty and reality of of jesus christ's presence to the world and when i hear this i i, I need to remind you everything in my mind everything that jesus christ does shares actively participates in is a teaching tool i i do not believe that jesus christ had any wasted motion and i believe Everything that Jesus Christ did was in some level of a teaching moment. So you get Jesus Christ in this, in this conversation. And the disciple says to him, Look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. It says one of his disciples, so it, it, it doesn't tattle on who it is. And I'm pretty, it 
it may have been John, but, but if this was from the book of John and not Mark, he would have said Jesus' most beloved disciples. So I don't have that evidence of proof in this. But they're, they're putting this uh, uh, significance on a temporary thing. Here comes the teaching point. It's okay that the building's beautiful. It's okay to kind of sit in a moment of awe and say, wow, what a, an immaculate place. I, I remember, uh, you know, the, the, the beautiful temples and cathedrals uh, in England and Europe and, and the, the Notre Dame and, and the grieving when, when it was on fire uh, years ago. These beautiful buildings that, that both stand as this image of uh, immaculate architecture, but also an image of uh, an immaculate image of the place that uh, people go, places of reverence and places of worship. I, I think of buildings like that, and I think it's okay to kind of stand and be in awe and to be the ones that say, look, teacher, man, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. But Jesus Christ perpetually, no wasted motion again, always the one who is teaching and always the one that is displaying, begins to move into this moment that he he's constantly trying to have the disciples begin to think about things eternally. Now in a moment, I'm going to talk about Jesus holding on the importance of things in the moment and how to be active in moment and not to be to have wasted opportunities but also Jesus Christ is also constantly teaching and also constantly preparing for the eternal so you see Jesus respond to this in this way do you see all these great buildings replied Jesus not one stone here will be left on another Everyone will be thrown down. The disciple, the beautiful things, beautiful things in a moment. And Christ is trying to shift that focus. Yes, this is beautiful, but there is something that is more long-lasting. There is something that has a significance. There is something that has an importance. And there is something that is eternal. So Christ begins to show the temporary nature of what this disciple is starting to talk about. Now there's another thing that exists in this. Christ knows. Christ has been with these dear friends on the journey. He had a three-year ministry with the disciples. So he knows that there will be more questions to come. And again, the Christ of no wasted action begins to plant a seed in their mind by making a statement. These things aren't going to last. These things are temporary. Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. The beauty of that statement is Christ knows that it will spark more questions. And and Christ being the one who taught in conversation the parables or teachings of teaching and, and conversation. So Christ is opening the door for the conversation and the disciples walk straight through it. There's so much that Christ has already seen in these individuals. And Christ already knows that as he's trying to teach them these eternal things... 
He's already seen the disciples limited. Excuse me, I just pumped the microphone, and I'm sure that came across loud. I apologize. Christ has already seen the disciples focus on the temporary. And there, there is a reference that I, I draw on so regularly. And when I draw on it, I forget to, to, to share the, the text and the verse. So here it comes. It's Matthew 15, 21 through 28, and we see this image of, of the disciples dealing with temporary things and Christ revealing to them the reality of the eternal. Again, with this, this phrase, this glorifying of the temporary thing, look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. There's other moments that the temporary becomes a hindrance of actual true ministry happening. That Matthew 15, 21 through 28 shares, leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from the vicinity came to him crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My Daughter is demon-possessed and suffering terribly. Jesus did not answer a word, so his disciples came to him and urged him, Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. There's a temporary. Let's look at this again, the, the Canaanite structure, the, the cultural differences, the gender differences that sit in this. And the temporary nature of those differences, the disciples' immediate response is, Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. That's a response built within a temporary thing. That's a response that is not fostered by a focus on the eternal. Just as much as this statement of how beautiful these temples are, although there's no harm, no foul in making that statement, but what happens within that statement is it shows where their heart is. And although that statement is not harmful, this statement in Matthew 15, verse 23 is, Send her away. For she keeps crying out after us. When we look at things in the temporary nature, when we don't look at issues towards the eternal, we unfortunately sometimes squash bugs that are actually dear souls that want to be loved and want to receive some level of care. That's what happens in the scripture of Matthew. The scripture in Mark, there's no harm in thinking that these structures are beautiful, but that temporary mindset reveals itself in Mark, and that temporary mindset produces a response that is truly harmful and hurtful to this Canaanite woman who comes to the presence of Jesus Christ. The Canaanite woman is stuck in something that's temporary too, and Jesus Christ has the ability to reveal that. When Jesus Christ responds finally, he says, I was, he answers. He, he tries to draw on this temporary mindset that's already being uh, displayed. 
I was sent only to the lost sheep of, of Israel. But then the lady makes a statement. The ladies makes the statement to show that teaches the disciples this eternal mindset. And Jesus Christ, knowing, knowing, takes a chance and makes a statement that feeds the temporary but shines a bright light on the eternal at the end of the conversation. The woman came and knelt before him, Lord, help me, she said. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. That statement is the eternal. And Jesus said to her, responding in the eternal, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. Your daughter is healed at that moment. The difference, the balancing out between the eternal and the temporary opens this place in this conversation with the Canaanite woman who shows the eternal blessings of faith by talking about the ones that are blessed even though they are not at the main table. There's this ministry, there's this gospel that's going to grow that opens for all to eternity. Let's go back to this scripture in Mark because this, this, this focus on the temporary becomes a distraction of what Christ is really trying to share. Where I feel this opening statement is this blessing of focus on the eternal things. The disciples show, just like in the scripture in Mark, just like when they hinder the kids from coming forward, just like at the lady at the well, as Christ begins to reveal the reality of the eternal waters and not the temporary waters, there snaps back this response that's built in the temporary. Looking at verse 3, as Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, tell us when these things happen. And what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? So, here's the thing. They're still stuck in the temporary. If the temple's going to fall down, prepare us to be ready for the conclusion. Prepare us to be ready for when this is all done. They see this idea of of the stones being thrown down and not one being left on top of the other, as Christ sharing this imagery that there is a conclusion to, to this journey that they're on. But thankfully for Michael Drew Davis sitting in the year 2021, that's not true. There isn't an end to this ministry because it's still transforming souls today, and thankfully mine is one of them. But their response back is the temporary. So here comes this thing. Now Jesus Christ begins to talk about just just watch out for those who do, who will deceive you. There are there are people who call, will come along and deal and take advantage of temporary things. There are people who will come around 
and say the right words and become very corruptive, taking advantage of temporary things and not being focused on what is rumored. They'll play upon the fears. Talking about wars and rumors of wars and nations rotting against nations and kingdom against kingdom and earthquakes in various places and famines and all of these things looking like the end and there will be the ones who come who proclaim that it is the end also focused on the temporary also focused on what is limited without looking at the language that Christ shares for them to be focused on the eternal. And especially the scripture in Matthew being so focused on the eternal that we are not limited to what will be. Now here's the, the verse. I, I'm going to talk a, a minute about the famines and the wars and rumors of wars too. But here's, here's the key note. And this is why I've drawn so heavily on the temporary and the eternal Sometimes if we look at the pains and the wars and the rumors of wars in the temporary, we see these as the, as the end, but conclusions. But here's, here's this phrase, and this phrase just jumped out and screamed at me. These are the beginning of birth pains. So here, here it is. I... I, I wasn't even prepared to share this in this scripture, but it, it's, it's screaming at me in the moment. These are the beginnings of birth pains. Let's weigh this out. Let's weigh out the reality that the disciples are so focused on the temporary that they don't see the eternal. They want to hear when Christ says this building won't last forever they're not looking at, well, what will last forever. They're not responding to this with the eternal mindset. They're, they're responding to it with the limited mindset. And Christ begins to use that narrative. Okay, this is what the conclusion may look like for you. Wars and rumors of wars and man against man and, and disputes and anger and people will come along and use that language to play upon those fears to play upon those worries and to take advantage of things on their own but Jesus Christ hits it hits a nail right on the head and forces this eternal language those are just birth pains so I'm going to share a blessing with you and, and please excuse my tos, toxic masculinity with the next thing that I share. I didn't give birth to either one of my kids. My, my daughter, my son, I, I did not give birth to either one of my kids. And I'm kind of thankful for that. Because <laughs> it's only for me a narrative that I don't have a personal example of what that pain means. So I can only express this through what I'm told. I am told that, you know, those pains are so intense, but it's also one that you forget very quickly because you see something new birthed into the world 
that brings new hope and new joy and possibility. Not a part of my personal narrative. And here comes a toxic masculinity. I, I am blessed that I, that I didn't have to go through those pains to celebrate the, the birth of my daughter and son. But here's the reality of it all. The reality of it all is, and Jesus Christ shares this, these are just birth pains. Those are pains that we go through, that we journey through the temporary so that we can move to the eternal and talk about what really matters and talk about what really makes a change. I'm going to draw off of Psalm 23 for a moment because when I hear all these pains and sufferings and worries and frustrations, my mind is drawn very quickly to the reality of us walking through the valley of the shadow of death. There are things and moments in our lives that can become so crippling, so hurtful, so scary, but they're not eternal. They don't have lasting power. They don't have lasting strength. They are not eternal. And when we can focus on the eternal, when we can shift our mindset to the thing that is, that will always be, when we begin to see that the valley of the shadow of death is nothing more than shadows that cannot really touch us, when we hear the narrative that we used weeks upon weeks ago as we worked through the book of Job, and I am reminded of the words, you can do anything but touch my guy, my person. The eternal becomes more powerful and we don't suffer in the temporary. We get to the place to sit beside the still waters of God's grace and we are set free by the blessings that we're not worried about when the temple will come down, but we're focused on building an eternal temple that will completely and eternally change souls and change lives all the way back to 3 A.D., to hear in 2021 a message that is ongoing and ever-changing. Not being focused on when the temple will be torn down, but focused on building the eternal temple. Not being focused on the aches and pains and the suffering, but being set free with the birth from the birth pains to set into this newness that will touch and transform lives. The blessings of it all. I want you to hold on to that. Thank you for dealing with me through this conversation. Uh, my name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. God is love, even in our pains. Because the pains are temporary, but God's love is, is eternal. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, 
please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us. Let's join together in our prayer of giving. God of hope, strengthen our lives with gratitude for your many blessings. Give us generous and courageous hearts that we may be vessels of your compassion. Multiply our gifts that they may feed the hungry and be a source of abundance for those in need. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
join together in our closing benediction go in peace encouraging one another in love and looking with hope for the kingdom of god may the peace of the lord jesus christ be with you all god is love amen